Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway, right down there on the urban homestead. Hi, homesteaders. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Annie Sturvase from the Urban Homestead in Pasadena, California. Um, I want to say happy summer, everyone. Hope everyone is safe and well, especially during these challenging times. And I hope a lot of you folks are enjoying your summer um, summer bounty from your garden and um, and are eating well, for sure. So today, I have the pleasure of interviewing one of our farming interns, Dan Whitmore. He has um, he's joining me today, and he's going to talk about how he's how you know helping here at the homestead has to either change his life and how he's, uh, you know, changed his perspective on maybe growing food. So hi, Dan, thank you for joining me today. Hello, thank you for having me. This is very exciting. Yes, it's exciting times for sure to have all these amazing interns here helping us at the homestead. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came maybe to, to hear about the homestead and how you came to help here at the homestead? Sure, definitely. So my name is Dan Whitmore. Um, I moved to LA about three years ago from the Midwest, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I don't have much of a background in gardening or farming, but I would say about a year and a half ago, I started thinking about getting into these types of activities. Um, And I'm not sure what the catalyst was, what sparked that interest, but I remember getting on my computer and Googling farms around LA. And it must have been online that I found you guys. Um, I don't think it was social media. I think it was probably just a Google search, you know, looking for local farms around LA. You guys popped up. I checked out your website. I noticed that you guys um, hire volunteers. And so I uh, reached out and uh, that led to the application process. Cool. And we and it was I met face to face. I like that face to face. I get the application. Mm -hmm. How it goes is you get the application. You know, you're one of many names, and I read through, and then I do a face to face, and it just the face to face. You were just I don't know. We just end up talking, and it seemed like a really good fit. And then we started putting you in um, and volunteering. And so um, a lot. And you've tell me about like what your first you know, maybe impressions were of the homestead, you know, the tasks that you were involved in. Yeah, just tell, and then how long you've been volunteering? I don't know. Okay, sure. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's been, I was was thinking about that earlier. I think early 2019 is when I started, Mm -hmm. maybe January or February. Um, But yeah, I'll never never forget um, filling out that application online and then coming in for the face-to-face interview. It was a lot more... Um, what's the word? It was a lot more structured and I don't want to use the word intense, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, there was a rigorous hiring process. And I remember filling out the application online and there were just so many questions and some of them were kind of odd and unexpected, <laughs> but interesting. Like, you know, what kind of music or what kind of musicians do you listen to? And I'm like, you know, my musical interests, um, 
you know, are kind of all across the board. Okay, like, I don't what is, remember what that is the right answer? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, back uh, and look. <laughs> I was like, Tom Petty? Oh, I think <laughs> maybe it was like your influences. Like that, yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or yeah, maybe it was influences. Yeah, maybe that was what yeah, it was. What has in, who has influenced it, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyways, uh, some interesting, There's no fun questions. Answer, by the yeah. way, but just... <laughs> and then I came in and, you know, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, I haven't been to a lot of farms in my life, but... You know, when I think about the farms that I see on TV or in the movies, they're very large, there's lots of animals, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. Was there going to be any animals, you know, chickens, horses? Um, and I didn't realize that you guys are literally on one-tenth of an acre, so you cram a lot into this small space. Um, but I remember sitting down in your front area and um, just surrounded by just lush, a green and fresh produce and herbs everywhere and it was just a beautiful sight to see mm. um, but yeah so that's kind of when it all started and um, I think it has been about a year and a half now yeah so yeah no and I like it like I said there's the one thing worse it's the the you know the online and, and you know not knowing and then meeting the, the the people and why the why I guess you would say the why the vigorous process or whatever it's just we want to make sure that you're serious about mm. helping because we've with we, we know we have uh, contact with other farms and and things and volunteers they come and they go mm. volunteers are hard to come by good ones there's been you know like mutterings of oh man if we could only have good volunteers so with my idea and and i've also been working on it with the nonprofit side is when we tr almost this is like that's why i changed from volunteer to internship because mm. i feel like we're more training you guys mm -hmm. to either run your own farms or can help out at other farms mm -hmm. so and be able and capable too so hence the questions and the face-to-face -face and the orientation it's like I feel because some people come in they don't even know like when I say to they they we Justin goes and says go go weigh these beans or whatever and they put the basket of beans on the scale they don't realize they have to tear so it's actually for me learning the orientation I've been adding things like hey you know handling of tools and hand some people come to us and they don't know this so mm. this has been a good opportunity to meet for me to develop the internship program and what involves in training people like yourself because us it's like oh second nature but for newbies they might not know and so it's been a good experience for on both sides um, of the learning experience yeah definitely so. and I really didn't know much at all mm -hmm. so I've been really blessed and very thankful for you guys and your patience with me you know like when I first started I was very much involved with farm box day so picking things for the farm boxes and you know I would write down a list or Justin would provide a list of the things that I needed to go pick and then put into those farm boxes for the customers and I was just like oh my gosh I don't, I've never even heard of this thing what is this <laughs> they're like six kind of basil what <laughs> and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg yeah and there's so much else as well just like things I'd never heard of and him having to show me where things were you know required a lot of patience on his part you know I didn't even know like trowel, oh, you mean shovel yeah, yeah. yeah. or the hand trellis trowels yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly so learning the lingo and the vocabulary well, maybe that you can help me with the lingo now I could have yeah. little like 
Justin Lingo Dictionary <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to all yeah. the new interns. Like, okay, here's the lingo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, not only where the scissors and where how to wash your hands and da da da. They all have a little lingo. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, so. and sometimes it's a little embarrassing asking. You know, like he'll say, "Grab the trowel," and I'm like, uh, "Let me grab these scissors." Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Trowel. Yeah, a trowel is a hand trowel, yeah. and it's it's yeah, interesting. Impo- it's important. Yeah. You know? But I just stuff I didn't I didn't know. Well, now you do. Yeah. yeah so, um, so talks talking about you know working with Justin. How has that been working alongside him? Um, you know, in the in the garden. Um, I mean, what has what have you learned from him? You know, involuntarily maybe or voluntarily, you know, learning things that maybe you didn't know. Like yeah, you said. sure. So, yeah, no, it's been great. Um, I really like working with Justin. He's a great guy. Um, um, and I would say for the first like six months to a year, we talked mostly about just like personal stuff, like getting to know each other. Like, you know, we don't have like long conversations while I'm volunteering and picking and harvesting mm-hmm. and things like that. But, but you know, over the course of the first year, I'd say you know, we got to know each other pretty well and we kind of became comfortable with each other. And then I got to the point where I felt more comfortable and I would come every week, you know, now I'm coming twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays and I always have a list of questions in my head, you know, regarding my own plot because I have a plot in my community, the Fountain Community Garden out in Hollywood near where I live. And um, so I'm trying to grow things and I'm learning through trial and error. And honestly, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still a novice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to use that word. (laughs) (laughs) But I really don't know what I'm doing and like some things are... What do I do about this pest? Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for these seeds. You know, when should I plant them now or should I plant them later? Like, I, I'm trying to be more strategic now mm-hmm. with my plot. It's very small, it's five by 10, but I'm trying to plant things in the right season. And one thing that he's taught me is timing is very important. So for example, I can plant two things right next to each other, knowing that I will harvest one in two months and then I'll harvest the other thing, um, and, and that will be gone before the, I harvest the other thing. You know, three months later, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I kind of know what you're talking about. So yeah. for for our listeners, it'd be where Justin has this method of if you're going to so two months ago, if you were planting tomatoes, mm. you know, tomatoes are going to be X four months, whatever. Um, but in the meantime, you can do the one to two month crops, a AKA us. Uh, cilantro, radishes, kales, and in the meantime, harvesting those until they're overrun by the tomatoes. So I'm exactly. assuming Exactly, yeah, yes, thank you. You articulated <laughs> it much better than me, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I didn't know about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And spacing is sometimes important. For example, right now in my garden, um, and this is another great thing I love about coming here, is sometimes you guys give me se- seedlings and seeds and plants. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at no charge, which is just an incredible thing. Um, but for for example, like I planted, um, let's see, it was zucchini right next to a bunch of herbs. And I'm learning that, oh my gosh, this chocolate mint is overrunning everything else and it's growing like a weed. And these cucumber plants, or not cucumber, I'm sorry, zucchini, uh-huh. got a lot bigger than I thought they would. So I'm having to cut back the leaves so that they're not 
casting too much of a shadow over tomatoes and other things. And so the spacing I'm also learning about as well. So Justin's been a huge, valuable resource to me in helping me like figure out my own strategy mm -hmm. for my own plot. Yeah, and I'm so happy to hear that because that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted the internship, aka volunteer program to be. Not just saying, oh, we're, we need help mm -hmm. and, and yeah, go cut this, go plant that. It's more growing the relationship with your, with, between us and yourself and then growing your relationship with your own garden or, or farm. So um, that's why I think um, I'm so happy that we're blessed to have you guys is like it's a, it's a mutual relationship. We need help, but you're also learning and that's the, that's the important thing. That's, that's why we do it. Um, yeah. um, and, 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 and it helps because like I said, there's so much, you, and, and like you were saying yourself, oh, the chocolate mint grew great. Oh, but the cucumbers, and it's constant. So here, times by, you're by five by 10 times, yeah. uh, maybe a hundred <laughs> on our thing. It's yeah. like, oh, yes, great. That went, oh no, that one. Oh yeah. And so this, and so, you know, you look at lawns and you're like, no wonder people do lawns. It's so much easier. <laughs> it's like, these are headaches. Cause it's like, oh, that grew too well. Oh, that grew well. You know, and you're going through this thing. Yeah, it's and a every huge year operation. It's different. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, it's going to be a replica year this year and, mm -hmm. ne and next year and not. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it is, you have to be, and like I said, you probably learned this too. You have to be patient. You have to be flexible. Mm -hmm. You have to just go with the flow, even though it's like things are doing well, things aren't doing well. And you're just like, oh, well, you know, that's the way it goes and it's, it grows. <laughs> you know, so that's the way it goes. Yeah, it grows. Um, and, 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 and you never know. It's almost like a crapshoot every time. And, yeah, and, and totally. Because the weather could be different. The your planting things can be different. Yeah, so it's just, it is a, a lifelong journey for yeah. even you know farmers, So and, and you're experiencing that yourself. So I, I like to hear that and how you're learning. Um, mm -hmm. And you've already, I have my little um, question prompts and you've already passed through all the ones I had, well, almost all the ones I've, I'm wanting to ask you. Um, but, and, and also I know you liked, um, not only do we give you seeds and, and then plants, we're also taking home food. And yes, for you, definitely. another thing and with us is food is health. And, mm -hmm. and in your per in case, personally, I think so too. So you're also going home with food for your health issues. How, mm -hmm. how have you incorporated you know, the food from the homestead into your, into your diet? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I mean, you guys have so much uh, to offer. I mean, it's, it's like Christmas every time <laughs> I come, you know, it's crazy. Um, I leave with a, a box or a bag full of goodies. Um, and I think, you know, some people have preferences. Um, for me, I usually like to take things like your carrots, um, eggs, beets. I love to use the beets for smoothies. Um, so I've concocted a, a you know delicious beet smoothie with all sorts of other fruit like pineapples and apple and banana and some greens. So that's delicious. I always have that on hand. Um, also, the carrots. I've actually uh, created this delicious... Um, carrot soup with mm. the carrots that you guys have provided me mm -hmm. um, and I make that in my Vitamix and it's delicious mm -hmm. um, so I'm always eager to get carrots celery um, you guys always have an abundance of avocados and citrus especially you know during the summer months mm -hmm. um, so those are kind of my go-to's but uh, yeah what a huge blessing um, I feel like I came here to give but I get so much more in return and it's so funny how that happens in life like mm -hmm. you 
you want to volunteer and you want to give back to the com- community, sorry, yeah. but you're always giving back so much more than you give and it's just such a wonderful life lesson. I like that. That's very that's, that's very true, and yeah. and it's and it's and I hope I wish I, I hope more people experience that. You know, you know, like I said, not and I keep telling people, not only we're growing food, we're growing community, we're growing the future, we're growing future farmers, future gardeners, future, you know, the the future of the, the planet, the health of the planet. We're growing here, and it might not seem like us because you know we you know especially now we don't go anywhere and we're kind of you know stuck on the on the farm here, which you know really hasn't changed but you know yeah. some things have and for you COVID has changed and you're you're spending more time here on the farm yes. so um it works out because I think that and and we were talking about more the mental health of people you know you just need to get out and you need to, yeah, to go and, so and you important. can do that and it keeps you grounded it keeps you sane mm-hmm. I think it's more so now uh, not only the food and and the community and the produce we're giving to the community but we're you know growing health for people not only healthy for your health but healthy for your spirit yes too, that so. is a great point and i have to definitely confirm that because not only has this improved my physical health but it has definitely improved my mental health there are times sometimes when i'm out you know in the, on the farm harvesting or turning over a bed and i literally just have to pause and think to myself oh my gosh like look at all this beauty around me mm-hmm. i'm so thankful and so blessed right now mm-hmm. and a lesson that i recently learned i think it was just last week was um the cucumber plants which i planted maybe four or five months ago mm-hmm. are now like six or eight feet tall <laughs> so like seeing that from start to finish like i look at all those cucumbers growing and you know like uh, last time i was here i harvested you know 30 huge cucumbers and the fact that i planted those as seedlings like four months ago is just incredible to me like it's just it like blows my mind and it reminds me that we truly live in an abundant world Mm -hmm. because one thing that i've always struggled with is a scarcity mindset Mm -hmm. so coming here has definitely helped me with that just like understanding that we truly live in an abundant world where you know there's an abundance of trees and produce and fresh herbs all over the earth and they continue to multiply and i mean i'm out out in the farm on the farm harvesting these things and i'm just like in awe like i cannot believe how much there is you know yeah, it's imagine just, if it's crazy block, imagine so <laughs> there are what how many houses on this block uh 15 on 15 yeah. houses on one side maybe 50, so about 30 maybe 30 homes on this one block imagine if every home did something like this how much oh food my gosh, you can't you, yeah. you, i mean People say you might not get your, you know, you might not get your bananas or your, you know, certain things you're not going to get, and of course we're not going to get wheat. Yeah. But there will be food. Mm-hmm. If there is food to be had, um, and to be gotten, you know, and especially here in California, Southern California, it, you know, you know, if you go back to the days, it was, you know, this the, the street that you know that you come on to to the farm is Orange Grove. Hence, there were orange groves. Mm-hmm. This was a farming community, a ranching community, and so there are still elements of that left here, and we just have to tap into that. And yeah. we can't, you know, there, there there's no excuse uh, of, um, you know, especially in California, no excuse to not grow something, mm-hmm. I think, if you have the time and, and the plot and the space to do so. Definitely. Lawns, you mentioned lawns earlier, they're so overrated. I mean, <laughs> I hope that I, you know, when I do own a property, I definitely hope to have a, you know, a garden or farm like yours, just mm-hmm. where I'm totally taking advantage of the land that I have. And, you know, also kind of paying it forward, like you mentioned, like you're teaching me, I hope to someday help to teach 
other people nice. you know these skills and you know give back to the community what I grow I share with people around me my neighbors my community like mm-hmm. I just think that I'm hoping that's kind of the wave of the future I see more and more people um, that that are taking an interest to gardening and farming in fact you know just yesterday I was telling uh, a girl about you guys mm-hmm. and whenever I get the chance you know I tell people that I have a garden and they're always so curious mm-hmm. to learn more mm-hmm. and then I mention you guys and I say you know there are volunteer opportunities around mm-hmm. if you really want to learn mm-hmm. so yeah so I'm gonna talk about that you said you, you didn't mention that you, you hope that you have a farm in the future is that the way you're going I mean I know you know you're in Hollywood now but is is so you're seriously considering getting a piece of land and doing more of this. Is that what you're... Yeah. Definitely, cool. yes. Right. I mean, I have to be careful with the thoughts and the exactly. words that I put out into the universe because I, I deal with a lot of like negative thinking and thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know, like um, I think about the challenges instead of uh, the opportunities. Mm-hmm. But I am confident. I know that someday I will own a property. Okay. And I love LA. Mm-hmm. I do really love it here. So I hope that it is local mm-hmm. as opposed to in some other state where it's much more affordable. Mm-hmm. But I do love it here. And my we are, hope. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I keep looking, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. And I've talked to Justin. Yeah, yeah, I've talked to Justin about going a little bit further south, mm-hmm. Oceanside, mm-hmm. you know, or somewhere North, down there. Fillmore, yeah. yeah. Ojai is probably too expensive. Definitely. But, um, <laughs> But somewhere, I mean, there's got to be somewhere around here. I mean, I, Lancaster, Palmdale, maybe not. But Southern, um, maybe. I'd have to check. But. Yeah, but oh. like I talked to another girl yesterday um, who, and this is a little off topic, but she she recently bought a mobile home mm-hmm. up in uh, Palmdale, and I think it was $7,000, no, $8,000 that she paid, and then she put another 9000 into it for rehab. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for 17000 bucks, she's got a property that she owns. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the land situation is like. I don't know how big the, the parcel is. But, um, I mean, that's cheap yeah. for L.A. And if that's something that's totally within reach for me right yeah. now. Yeah. So if I can figure something out, I am confident that I will figure it out. I'm not going to give up until, no, until give I up achieve until, this. And you did manifest that. I believe in that. You know, and like I said, we didn't think we were going to be here that long. We came from 10 acres. Mm-hmm. This was going to be temporary. Ah, <laughs> you know, and we, we were look close to looking at farms, and we were looking in the same, oh, wow. After Dad graduated from college, his, you know, it's like I said, this was only be a two, four-year stint. And we were looking. We were like, uh, we looked at Julian, you know, where the apples are, and we did look at Fillmore and Ohio area, and at that time, and there was there was places out there, and we were, we were close to, but, you know, we never could just, I don't know why. Maybe that was the reason that you know there there's there was a different plan in the universe for us. But I mean, we always, you know, I do want more acres because it's mm-hmm. like you able to expand, have more things, have a more you know bigger orchard. But but yeah, I mean, we can't have our hands busy with what we have here. But that doesn't mean, like I said, I wish for, for more. Mm-hmm. Um, what how it manifests itself, I have no idea. But yeah, yeah. it is nice and keep looking and definitely. Um, yeah, you know, don't give up on your dream because um, you know piece of land is worth a lot mm-hmm. to have that yeah. and more than money definitely because you you know with your skills that you're gaining you can survive mm-hmm. <laughs> grow your own food <laughs> um if you have a source of water even better that's yeah. like mega yeah um, water and food that's pretty much all you need <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of land i'm actually learning right now you know i have a an interest in real estate so i'm learning right now I've used this time during quarantine to learn how to buy and sell land. Oh, cool. So I actually have a piece of land under contract in New York, mm-hmm. but I'm going to start looking in California as well. Nice. So hopefully I can figure yeah. that process out, the 
contracts, you know, due diligence, all that stuff, and mm -hmm. and learn how to, you know, get land for myself. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you say to um, speaking of future? What would you have advice for um, folks like yourself or people who are wanting to do this thing? Do you have, uh, you know, uh, like words of advice or wisdom for them? from your experience sure. that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, just do it. You just gotta do it. Just take action. And even if you live in a place like LA where you think it's impossible, it's not. I didn't know that I could get a plot down the street, you know, like with the Fountain Community Garden. I got really lucky there. Use the internet, use Google, you know, search for opportunities in your area. They do exist, you know, there is land everywhere. There is abundance everywhere. There are people willing to help and teach you like you guys. Um, and so, you know, use technology and just take action, you know, stop thinking about it mm -hmm. and just start doing. And for me and my plot, you know, I started paying for this plot. It's $10 a month. I had no idea what I was doing. I just, you know, started learning things by trial and error and I've made a ton of mistakes. I've killed a lot of things. But that's, that's how you learn. Like <laughs> yeah. Edison said he learned that, uh, that what, some thousand yeah. and one ways to not make a light bulb. Yeah. And I think that's like, you have a good point. I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, they want to do it. And they read these books and they take these classes, but they're too, sometimes you just got to say, you know what, enough of that. Yeah. You just gotta do it, and it's scary. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna mess up. What if I do it? You know, I kill things. Mistakes you know are a part of it. But you gotta yeah. do it. Yeah. You're never gonna get to yeah. where you want to get to be if you don't do it. Yeah. And all the books you, you read, and, but you're not gonna be specific to you and specific to your plot and specific to the the change of the weather of this particular year and this particular time. So, and you have to go and do it along. Mm -hmm. And you're you're it. The life that you're growing is the life that you're, you're, you know, being, and it's gonna be different than a book mm -hmm. or a workshop. Yeah, definitely. because it's gonna be tomorrow's gonna be different than today. Exactly. And you never know what's gonna be, and <laughs> so that book's not gonna tell you exactly because we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. So, yeah. um, I and I think that's what, for us, you know, being, we've lived this lifestyle for always, and and it's made us aware of like how flexible and, and, and how faith we have to have. Even though, you know, things look so bleak sometimes, it's like, but you go outside, like you said, and you're blown away yes. by the beauty. And it's like, they don't care politics or crisis or whatever. They just, they grow no matter what yeah. or yeah. not. And you're, and that's just super amazing to just I... be a part of that. Totally, and nature is like such a wonderful teacher. Exactly. And like these plants are teaching me, like mm -hmm. literally I can plant seeds in my life, physically or figuratively. Uh -huh. I'm planting seeds every day. Mm -hmm. And these things are blossoming, whether they're thoughts or actions or, you know, relationships, mm -hmm. like all these things blossom and into beautiful things. And my garden is teaching me so many important lessons, which I never would have guessed. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. Yeah, but, it's very... Uh, it's very humbling. I'm almost like, yeah. like almost kind of about to cry because, like I said, just in, the, in these times right now, it just it just touches me even more, like how powerful, you know, to be connected to the earth like that. Because, like I said, it is, you know, the COVID crisis and, and things that are happening. It's just so heavy, and just to have, you know, that release of emotions and and the heaviness to just go out and and plant something, harvest something. It's it's a, yeah, it, it's touched me more because, like yeah, I said, it's just like even though it's like I've grown up like this, it's 
it's such a blessing to have and I hope I wish more you know I I hope like I want more people to experience this that they have uh, a hope mm. for future definitely and, and I and I you know you have the same thing too <laughs> that's why I think we get along so great it's like you know that you know we we find the people the right people and yeah. we just it's amazing that you know like I said you just you keep it out there in the universe and you find the people they're they're there and so you're yes yeah. And, and this has been such a huge blessing to me, especially during this time of uncertainty with COVID hitting and the quarantine. I remember the first month of quarantine, like starting mid-April, like this was what I lived for coming here twice mm-hmm. a week, you know, mm-hmm. like everything else was so dark and heavy and uncertain, but this was just like my lifeline. It was my lifesaver coming here twice a week and yeah. being able to just put my hands in the earth, you know, mm-hmm. get my hands dirty in the soil and just realize what really is important in life, mm-hmm. you know? And like you mentioned, like this stuff around us, like these things that are growing around us, this life, they don't really care about this mm-hmm. virus, mm-hmm. you know? They're gonna continue doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, again, what, what, what a wonderful example. Um, so this has just been, especially in the last few months, coming here has just really been life-changing mm-hmm. for me. Well, thank you for pointing that out. Cause like I said, I sometimes, I. You know, we live here, and sometimes it's... I mean, I appreciate the beauty, but I don't appreciate the depth of it mm-hmm. until, like, I talk to you, and then it reminds me, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, there's a bigger there's a bigger part at work. There's a bigger uh, goal. There's a bigger thing out there than just, like... And, you know, for me, sometimes I get I get into the little... My little head, like, oh, boy, look at all the work and all the yeah. things. But then, you know, but then it's beautiful, but then, like, <laughs> talking to people like yourself... Um, then it actually ah goes deeper. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is why. Mm. This is why we do this. This yep. is this is the reason, and this is it. This is this is the being of all. I think, yeah. and that's and and um, and why we're here. I think just to help each other and help the planet and just be grounded in the soil. I think, yeah. and um, and there's so much. And the and the layers, you know, like I said, the 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 the, the correlations and ties to just like food and the language is so like how you can relate to yourself. Like you said, different layers and yes. growth and seeds and sowing. It's like wow, that's what we that's the garden. But no, that's my personal life too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting how. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually see. I, maybe I shouldn't go here, but I actually see a therapist every week mm-hmm. on Sundays, mm-hmm. and he's constantly using gardening, um, like metaphors, yeah, terminologies, yeah, yeah. like. He's using this language figuratively, and I don't know if it's because he knows I have a garden or if he does this with everyone, but he's always like making comparisons, you know, like my garden to other life experiences, and it's just, it's it's really great, and I just have so much respect for Mother Earth, Mm -hmm. and I want to take care of her, and you know, like I want to respect her, Mm -hmm. and um, and the more I give, like I said earlier, the more I get Mm -hmm. out of this relationship with her, you know. Well, thank you for giving your time today. Sure. I really appreciate that. Sure. And thank you for giving your time to help with the homestead. Appreciate that. So, wow, we've come to the sort of end of our podcast. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm uplifted. I hope everybody is too that well, go out yes. and plant something, go do something, <laughs> go grow something. And um, for those of you who are interested, you know, you can email us uh, for the uh, intern application form. You can email us at info at urbanhomestead.org if you're interested in interning um, and meeting Dan and meeting us and, 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 and growing the future. So thank you again for, you know, and it was a wonderful, uh, like I said, 
Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm touched because, like I said, just to, I'm moved and touched because, like I said, it, it really touches me to see that, you know, the growing of people, mm. not only food, and, yes. and, and see you and, and, and have Huge food. blessing. Yeah, so. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you, you so again. much. All right, so until next time, everybody, I hope everybody is well and be safe out there. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena. We love to hear your feedback or questions. Visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, keep on growing.